You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 323, the solo series. Hello, hello, pretty. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So we are continuing our side hustle 101 series. And in episode 323, we are talking about easy to start side hustle ideas. And as I said in episode 322, I am going to be offering a live training on side hustles, how to build them, how to grow them, how to monetize your gifts and talents. Which ones do you focus on first? I mean, I just want to help bring clarity to side hustle nation and what's required to really get this off the ground, especially if you're brand new to this. I've been building side hustles for years at this point, and this is going to be one of the years for me where I'm adding on some really new streams. I mean, typically I, I love being in the ebook, audiobook, um, online course sort of platform podcasting, but now I'm going to be veering into things like Patreon and YouTube and Fiverr. And so there's a lot that I'm learning. And so as I'm learning these things, I also want to be able to share them with you so that you can kind of learn from my mistakes, not do them and really save yourself some time. So let me start with this whole thing about, you know, the difference between hard to start and easy to start side hustles. But before I even go there, let's just define side hustles. If you have not listened to the episodes inside Hustle 101, the series before now, I would, I would invite you to really listen to the other ones first. So jump back and start with episode 319, which is five signs it's time to create a side hustle. And then episode 320, which is why doctors, lawyers, and teachers need to start a side hustle. And then I did a, a mindset episode on 321, which is really kind of important to side hustles because 321 is called stop letting other people decide your future, just saying. But then we went back to the Side Hustle 101 series with episode 322, how much time does it take to build a profitable side hustle? But I would say, go back to 319 if you're listening to the Side Hustle 101 series in this episode for the first time, because it it really lays the foundation for what we're going to talk about today. So in, in today's episode, we're going to talk about easy to start side hustle ideas, but let's just define what is a side hustle? And a side hustle is a job or occupation that brings in extra money beyond one's regular job and main source of income. Let me repeat that again. So the definition of a side hustle is this. It is a job or occupation that brings in extra money beyond one's regular job and main source of income. Let me go a little deeper on that because I want to tell you when I am talking about side hustles, what I mean. So for me, although I'm going to give you a list of really easy to start side hustles, some are which, which still exchange dollars for hours. I am not a huge fan of the side hustles that exchange dollars for hours because they still have the same problem that your regular job has, which is you are exchanging your real time time like your, your life in real time for an hourly wage or for a salary. And there's a limit to how many hours are in the day, how many hours you're awake in the day and how many hours you can actually give to any number of jobs. So because of that 
clear limitation when you're doing dollars for hours, there's always going to be a cap on what you can make. So while I'm going to give you some side hustle ideas that really still have that dollar dollars for hours thing, I, I would love for you to stay away from that because where we really want to go with side hustles is not doing a part-time job or an extra job or, or doing something where you have to, in order for you to make the money hour by hour, you've got to be directly involved. What we're really looking for are side hustle ideas where you are building online businesses, online products, selling things that could be purchased, sold, and even delivered without you being in front of that computer at that moment that the person is buying. We want to make your side hustles scalable so that you go beyond working dollars for hours and you can create what they call passive income, which in another episode, I will go to the fact that passive income really isn't passive. Let's just be clear. That's a nice word, but it's really not. Um, so I, I want you to think about as we talk through these side hustle ideas that I really want you to stay away from the dollars for hours side hustles and really go into uh, side hustles that will that will give you what they used to call mailbox money or money in your sleep. So where you could still be earning money seemingly in your sleep and you do not have to be awake giving a service in real time in exchange for those dollars in real time. So before we go into the ideas for side hustles, let's talk about what it takes to be successful. And, and when I say successful at side hustles, I mean, you are bringing in consistent monthly income that after a while can replace your day job income with ease or exceeds it with ease. So by that definition, in order for you to be successful at any side hustle idea, you've got to have four things. One, a high quality product or service, period. If what you offer is crap, that's exactly what you're going to get in terms of customers or clients. So you need a high quality product or service. Number two, you need a willingness to build a brand or create a portfolio. People buy, and, and if you've been to business school, you're going to know what I'm going to say already. People buy from people they like, know, and trust, period. That never changes. I don't care how much artificial intelligence we have. People buy from people they like, know, and trust. If they don't like, know, and trust you, they're not buying from you. So you have to be willing to build yourself, your side hustle business, your blog, your YouTube channel, you have to be willing to build yourself into a brand or create a portfolio so you can showcase your services. That's number two. Number three, in order to be successful, i.e. bringing in consistent income that at least meets or exceeds your day job income, you've got to have vigilant consistency. There is no accident to the word vigilant in front of consistency. You need to be about this laser focused day in, day out for a long time. We talked about this in episode 322. The first three to six months are to build the side hustle. The second three to six months are to refine and experiment with and figure out the marketing promotion and sales strategies. So you absolutely need anywhere from six to 12 months of trial and error to refine your marketing, your promotion, and your sales strategies. So again, the four things you need to bring in consistent income that meets or exceeds your current day job income is one, a high quality product or service, two, a willingness to build a brand or create a portfolio, 
Three, vigilant consistency. And four, a solid six to 12 months of trial and error to build and try out and refine your marketing, promotion, and sales strategy for your side hustle. So those are the four ingredients to success in the side hustle space. All right. So I did a lot of research because I wanted to see how other bloggers, other entrepreneurial teachers, like what are the things they are talking about are, you know, and are listing in, in, in this year, 2023, at the time that of this recording in 2023, that people are saying are really good side hustle ideas. So it may be totally different if you're listening to this in 2026, but in 2023, let me give you, I'm going to give you, let's see how many ideas are we talking about? 37. Let's talk through 37 easy to start side hustle ideas. Now, again, I'm going to be offering a free live training in a few months, not, excuse me, not in a few months, in a few weeks. So probably like mid to late February, where I will walk you through the clarity part of trying to figure out what side hustle you should be starting with, because that's really step number one. You need to make a decision about the side hustle you're going to start with. And that oftentimes is the thing that keeps people from jumping into the side hustle space they're just on the fence and they don't know and they're unsure. But today, let me give you some examples or ideas of things that would bring you side hustle money. As I said earlier, some of them are going to still be that dollars for hours exchange, which I don't prefer for a side hustle, but most of them are really things that will generate money without you directly having to do something in exchange for those dollars every single day. All right. So idea number one, I'm sure if you listen to the Bigger Pockets podcast, you, you've heard a lot about this, rental properties. And that also includes the concept, which again, on the Bigger Pockets podcast, you'll hear a lot about house hacking. So renting out properties can look like a number of things. It can look like um, house hacking, which is renting out a room or part of your home, like a basement apartment, or even if you have a guest house on your property or a tiny house and you rent that out, that's house hacking. It could be you might have other residential properties like single family homes and you rent those out. They're just sitting there. Maybe they were given to you by your parents. So you're renting out the homes you don't live in. They're yours. They don't have mortgages on them per se. And so you are making money every single month by renting those properties out. You may go even deeper into this field and you have, you know, investment partners and you're building single family homes or multifamily homes or apartments and condos. But real estate is one of those side hustles that never gets old because everybody needs a place to live. Airbnb properties. So any form of rental property is a great side hustle idea. If this is a big, if, if you know what you're doing, if you have the money to invest in this, if you, you have a great property manager, because the key to rental properties, especially the more of them you have is great property management. And that doesn't mean you as the property manager, because again, if you are the property manager and you get called at one o'clock in the morning, because the water heater went out, guess what you're doing at one o'clock in the morning getting in real clothes, going over to the rental property, and you're exchanging dollars for hours. So key to this is you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to have a great team to help support you. Property management is essential, and you've got to know your numbers, which I think if you do not follow the Bigger Pockets podcast, please subscribe and follow them. Listen to all their stuff. 
watch their YouTube videos. They will teach you all the data analysis, financial number crunching pieces associated with rental properties. It, it's an interesting business, uh, but it's also a business that can be very headache producing if you don't know what you're doing. So rental properties is a great side hustle, but you want to be careful to not make that dollars for hours by being your own property manager. Get a property manager, period. Okay, second side hustle idea, flipping items for profit by selling on different platforms like eBay. Um, you might go to antique stores in the state that you live in, or you might buy stuff off of Facebook Marketplace and you get them for cheap and then you turn around and you flip those items for profit by selling them on eBay. That is an example of something that really, once you list them, like you've created the pictures and, and the description and you list them, it really is a matter of your time goes into listing items and shipping items, but really there's not a whole lot of your time invested in that. So flipping items and selling things on platforms like eBay is another great side hustle idea. Third one, and this is, again, I'm partial to some of these and some of these I don't like, but I love this one. This is one that I'm currently working on, monetizing a YouTube channel through YouTube ad revenue. So, okay, so this might be different if you're listening to me in 2026, but if it's 2023 and you're listening to me, let me let me break down to you what the requirements to be able to participate in what they call the YouTube Partner Program actually is. So I want you to understand where you have to get your YouTube channel to. And then I'll talk a little bit about what I'm doing to get my channel to that place where I can monetize it. So a couple of things. And before I go talk about monetizing YouTube channel, let me say one other thing. This is a great side hustle. Once you've got a solid system, you've got plenty of time to follow your system and, and you get comfortable with doing the system, but it does take a ton of time. And when I say a ton of time, I mean, literally, um, I would say on average, if you're going to work from zero subscribers on a YouTube channel to monetization, you are probably, unless you have a team, if you have a team who's going to post-produce your videos, you have a virtual assistant who's going to upload and describe the video. Like if you have a team, this doesn't apply. But if you're a solo person wanting to monetize a YouTube channel and you're doing all the things, it is going to require anywhere from 20 to 60 hours a week of your time, at least in the first three to six months before you, to monetize it. And then hopefully once you start monetizing it after six to nine months, then you can hire a team to alleviate a lot of those tasks and take them off your plate. So I wanted to get that out there because it is extremely time intensive. And so I want you to know what to expect 20 to 40 hours a week for the first you know, three to six months, maybe more to get to by the end of year one to monetization level. So let's start there. So what are the requirements to participate in the YouTube partner program? So there are basically three requirements. Number one, you've got to have more than 4,000 public watch hours in the last 12 months, which also means in order for you to get 4,000 over 4,000 public watch hours in the last 12 months, you got to have good content you have to have engaging content. You've got to create a community in your comments section to where people share your video. They comment on the video. You respond to their comments. It's got to be on issues and topics that really resonate with your target market. And you've got to produce enough YouTube videos consistently every single week 
that are long form, not a two minute video. We're talking 15 to 20 minute videos and releasing a solid, if you want to do this in a year, releasing a solid two to three videos a week, which is a ton of time to record, post-produce, all that stuff. So I put that out there. 4,000 public watch hours in the last 12 months. That's one criteria to get into the YouTube Partner Program. Second criteria is you've got to have more than 1,000 subscribers. So wherever you are, you could be at zero. Can you get to more than 1,000 subscribers in a year? Absolutely. It really is the 4,000 public watch hours. That's, that's the hard thing. So the 1,000 subscribers also means you've got to be pushing and promoting and sharing your YouTube videos every way possible to get people to subscribe to your channel. The third and final requirement to participate in the YouTube partner program is you've got to have a linked and approved AdSense account. So once you meet the first two criteria, you have more than 4,000 public watch hours in the last 12 months, and you have more than a thousand subscribers, you can then apply for, you can, well, I think you can almost get an AdSense account, but you can, you got to make sure you have an AdSense account, third thing, and then you can apply for the partner program knowing you met the three criteria. So you want to make sure that you've got an AdSense account approved. You want to make sure you have over a thousand subscribers and you want to make sure that in the last 12 months, you have more than 4,000 public watch hours over the last 12 months. You do those three things. You then apply to the YouTube partner program. You get in. And that's where when you watch YouTube videos, you see um, ads come in every so often. That person is now in the YouTube partner program. So seriously important. So monetizing YouTube channel through YouTube ad revenue is a great way eventually, right, to, to, make earn money off of videos you created a year or two or five years ago and still have that work for you and earning you revenue every single month. The fourth side hustle idea is build a profitable blog. Once again, great idea. Um, lots of people want to start a blog. They want to write books. They want to do all these things. It takes a ton of time. So, so once again, and I'm going to talk about this in the live training I'm going to do in February, you got to choose like it does not make any sense to me that if you work full time and you're trying to add a side hustle that you would choose to try to do a YouTube channel and a blog at the same time. Those two things could each be full-time jobs by themselves. So to try to build a profitable blog and monetize a YouTube channel, I just think it's, it's if you're doing it right and you're the only person who can work on it, i.e. you don't have a team that you're paying to help you, it's a heavy lift and you're working full-time for somebody else. So you got to choose what is the one side hustle you really want to devote all your time to and dive into it. So building a profitable blog is a great way. Sponsorships, you could do Amazon affiliates on it. You could do affiliate marketing, which is the fifth side hustle idea. So affiliate marketing, for those who don't know, is it's where you uh, refer website visitors to buy products online and every time they use your unique link to that product or service, that you earn a small commission on every sale. And so it really is um, an effective affiliate marketing model. And one of the ways that you can, you know, help people click on those links and purchase is you start to blog or write and compare different things. When people are trying to make a buying decision and you include the links, your personal 
affiliate links to those things and they click and choose one because they read your comparison blog post and now they've purchased it and you make a small portion of that. You make a small commission on the sale. So if an affiliate marketing is pretty big. Now the key to affiliate marketing in most cases is you've got to have a sizable email list. You have to have a, a good email list to continue to market to, or a really um, big blog following so that you can put a blog post out there and get a lot of reach and then somebody clicks the link. So again, we've talked about rental properties, flipping items on platforms like eBay, monetizing through a YouTube channel, building a profitable blog, affiliate marketing. You could offer tax prep services, virtual bookkeeping, accounting services. You could sell printables on Etsy. One of the growing uh, side hustle trends is this whole thing of creating, having fun, using Canva, creating printables on Etsy, creating principles on Canva, and then selling them on Etsy. It's blowing up in terms of what people want and need and people just doing that. So selling printables on, Eps, on Etsy, excuse me. Then there's also the side hustle idea of software with a service consulting. So let's say you've learned a particular software program, Microsoft Projects, uh, Microsoft Excel, Microsoft Word, PowerPoint, uh, Workday, um, I'm trying to think, Adobe, any of the Adobe products, and you know it like the back of your hand. You could become a consultant on troubleshooting using a particular software tool by signing up on a platform like Clarity.fm. And you might not have heard of Clarity, but Clarity is the marketplace to get one-on-one -on -one expert advice on a wide variety of business topics. So you could do quick Q&A style consulting calls on clarity.fm and you could charge somebody, you know, $50 for 30 minutes of your time. Again, this is the software with a service consulting. I'm not a fan of because it's still dollars for hours. If you're going to work, if you're going to consult with that person, you still have to do a live call. And so you're still giving away hours of your day that you only have so much of in exchange for the call, but it is a side hustle and it's a side hustle that's pretty popular. Virtual assistant services. Usually you will see VAs charge anywhere from 15 to $40 an hour to provide remote administrative assistant support to clients. So if you're somebody who's like, I could be a really good virtual assistant, then you could either create your own site and promote yourself as a virtual assistant, or you could jump on board with an established VA company and then get work through that established company. But again, that's another way as a virtual assistant to start a side hustle. You could build a subscription on something like Substack. So I've heard a lot of people, Marianne Williamson, I mean, so many people that say, you know, follow me on my Substack, right? And basically Substack lets independent writers and podcasters publish directly to their audience and get paid through subscriptions. So it really is a place kind of like Medium. I write a lot of posts on Medium and Medium has a Medium partner program where you can earn money. But Substack goes, it, goes a level deeper in that in order for you to read somebody's Substack, you have to subscribe to their Substack, which means you pay them a subscription fee to read their stuff. And so it's a really brilliant way for people like writers and podcasters to publish directly to their audience of subscribers who are paying to get their stuff. And again, you're making money, but you're still producing content that maybe you would have produced for free anyway. So you can always check out substack.com and learn more about getting on building a subscription on Substack. Pretty cool. 
And, and listen, Substack is also for people who maybe you feel like you're not an expert, but you'd like to become an expert in a particular area and you have definite views about that area. And maybe you're getting additional degrees or additional training, but you want to be able to say like, this is how I feel about this. And I have a voice and I want to share it. You can do that by building a subscription on Substack as well. So I think it's important to understand you don't have to be an expert or quote unquote expert to go on Substack. You've got to have writing skills, a good point of view. You have to be able to back up your stuff with, with, with evidence, obviously, but you have a voice and you want to use it and share what you're, what you've learned or what you're learning with other people. So check out substack.com. One of the side hustles that I use currently is teaching an online course on a platform like Udemy or Skillshare. I will say this, I'm currently changing, switching up my Udemy and Skillshare strategy significantly because there's a lot that I've learned and a lot that has also changed. So one of the pros of Udemy and Skillshare is that they have audiences already audiences available for consumption of consumption of your material audiences who now can get to know you easily because they're already on those platforms. One of the cons of Udemy and Skillshare is that you are, you're spending a ton of time creating content and you don't really know how the content's going to do. And each of those platforms prefers different things. They pay out in different ways. Um, and they will retire or remove your courses from their platform if it's not performing well. And there is some mystery on both platforms as to how do you know what's performing well. So there, it's a, both platforms, even though they've been around for a while, are still very young. And so I would say you have to put a lot of time into building great courses. Oftentimes entrepreneurs will choose to sell their online courses on their own platform and use something like Teachable or Thinkific rather than going on Udemy or Skillshare, because for the the minor amount that you make per course from both of those platforms, you might as well have just branded yourself really well and sold your course on your own platform. So there are pros and cons, but again, teaching any form of online course is a great side hustle, especially when you have talents and gifts and things that you know. I mean, you could be um, you could know Six Sigma, you could know project management, you could know product management. There's lo- You could know public speaking. There's lots of great things for you to teach. So really look at those platforms, Udemy and Skillshare, and figure out whether it's a good fit for you to start teaching on their platform. The only thing I would say is it's extremely time consuming to build a course. So just know that you're basically saying no to all of the other side hustle ideas, including YouTube, including a blog, if you're going the route of building online courses for platforms like Udemy or Skillshare. Okay, next idea, number 12, reselling on Amazon. So in other words, again, just sort of like the the um, eBay thing, buying things for cheap and reselling on Amazon through Amazon FBA fulfillment by Amazon. Lots of people are doing this. I see courses everywhere for it. YouTube channels dedicated to how to do this. Once again, if you like to buy things for cheap, if you like to resell things, this is a great way uh, to sell things on one of the largest search engines on the planet, Amazon. Like you have three very large search engines, right? You've got Amazon, Pinterest, which is actually a search engine, believe it or not, of sorts. And you've got YouTube, right? Google slash YouTube. So Amazon is right up there as one of the top three. And and your ability to buy things for cheap and then resell them on Amazon, you've got your market. Everybody's on Amazon. 
So reselling on Amazon is a really easy to start side hustle if you like to buy things for cheap and resell them. 13, renting out your car. So I keep hearing this thing, usually in in millennials or Gen Zers, but I keep hearing this whole like rent out your car. And in select markets, you can actually rent out your car on a daily or hourly basis to earn extra cash through companies like Hire Car, which is H-Y-R-E-C-A-R.com. I don't know how all that works. I'm just going to tell you, I'm not renting out my car to anybody. So, (laughs) I mean, I, I, it, it is a side hustle. I've seen articles about it. I've seen people making good money on it. I just, I am, I am very risk averse to this idea. So if you think it's great, do you, but I don't like this idea, but it is a side hustle idea. That's very easy to start and very easy to do. You just go with one of these companies and you rent out your car. 14, another side hustle that I love to do. I personally, cause I'm a writer, Kindle publishing. So self publishing books on Amazon including low content books like journals and planners through KDP or Kindle publishing. Very easy to set up, very easy to do. Long gone are the days of having to send your manuscript to a printing press and have them print you out 5,000 copies. I mean, self-publishing has changed the game on a writer's ability to publish their own work. So Kindle publishing is amazing and it is easy So if you are a writer, I would highly suggest that you get your work on Kindle by publishing it in an ebook, paperback, hardback format. But also they have this new thing called Kindle Vela, where if you want to write short stories, you can also make money by writing short stories through Kindle Vela. So I like that too. Um, Audiobooks. So uh, this is a, so this is still Amazon, mind you, still Amazon. Also, let me just go back to the Kindle publishing. You can also self-publish eBooks and paperbacks through your own website. There are lots of people who don't like the 70-30 split on Amazon, meaning you can choose to receive up to 70% royalty and Amazon keeps 30% on your eBooks and your paperbacks and hardbacks. Some people don't even like that split, so they will actually sell their own eBooks and paperbacks on their own website, which again... Paperbacks require a printer, so you'd have to figure that out. But it's not just Kindle publishing. You can self-publish your books and sell them on your own website, not through Amazon. Audiobooks, typically through Amazon. So this is through ACX, which is an Amazon company. But again, you publish your ebook, your paperback, your hardback through Kindle, through KDP, and then you record the audios or you hire a voiceover actor to record the audios, and then you upload them to ACX. And now you're selling your audiobook through Audible. So audiobooks are another great idea. Idea, side hustle idea number 16, adjunct professoring. I've done this in the past before, having come from being a professor at Tuskegee University years ago. You just, you know, you go online and you apply for adjunct positions and you teach part-time. And let me tell you my take on adjunct instruction. You make close to nothing. Um, it's not good money for all the work you're doing. I would only suggest people be an adjunct professor if you really love to teach and you can afford to lose lots of money because the amount of time you're going to put into it, as opposed to what you're going to get paid, especially today, is next to nothing. So you could be working to build a YouTube channel and make thousands and thousands more every month in two years from that YouTube channel than you ever could, hoping that a university actually has classes open for you in this upcoming semester. 
because there's no guarantee with adjunct professoring. There's no guarantee that the class you're teaching this semester is actually going to have need next semester. So there is no uh, consistency to how much you're going to earn. And you work a lot to produce high quality teaching, grading, giving feedback, uh, monitoring online communities. It's just too much work for too little money, in my opinion, having done it. So, but I still wanted to offer it because some people might want to try it and it, it is a side hustle, but again, it's a dollars for hours exchange and the math on that thing does not work out. 17, freelance work. Register as a freelancer on places like Fiverr or Upwork.com. You've got skills. So like use them. You can create PowerPoints for people. You can create online courses for people. You can do voiceovers for people. You have skills. So why would you not promote market and sell those skills on freelance sites like upwork.com or fiverr.com and make money. I see so many business insider articles on people who are, are making five figures a month from Fiverr, five figures a month from Upwork, and they're just selling the talents that they have. And it, and it still has a dollars for hours kind of thing to it. But once you get really good and you start to be able to charge more then the value of that is more. So you're still doing dollars for hours, but you're making a heck of a lot more to do that. So freelance work is side hustle idea 17. Side hustle idea 18 is ride sharing. So this is, you know, being an Uber or Lyft driver and earning extra cash. I've, I've seen lots of people do it. It's easy to get burnt out doing that. But, but literally I've been in Ubers where I've met really super interesting people who are just, they're going for really big dreams while they earn extra cash. And so you never know who you're going to meet in the form of a Lyft or an Uber driver and ride sharing is a viable option. Number 19 side hustle idea, podcasting. Once again, this is a time consuming side hustle, but if you do it right over a long period of time, you can have a large podcast following, which then can translate into serious sponsorship dollars. I love um, Entrepreneur on Fire because he teaches a lot of like, how do you monetize your podcast? Uh, John Lee, John Lee Dumas, really great guy, really great entrepreneur. Uh, he did this for himself by starting Entrepreneur on Fire and doing a podcast seven days a week. Yes, seven days a week. He has a whole process for batching and being efficient with time. But again, it takes a considerable amount of work and time and experimentation to get that large podcast following so it can translate into serious sponsorship dollars. Number 20, personal chef and meal delivery service. Maybe you love to cook. You know what I mean? Like maybe you love to cook. Maybe you love to meal prep. Maybe you want to help people eat clean. And so you are a personal chef and you're willing to do that for people. Maybe you're a sushi, sushi chef. I can't tell you the number of times I'm like, one of these days I'm going to have a sushi chef that comes every Sunday and just cooks sushi for the family. I think that's so amazing. Um, I digress. But again, you have skills. Like you might be a sushi chef. Let me get the words out right. And you're working for a restaurant. You're not making much, but you could do it on the weekends and make a heck of a lot more going to people's homes and doing sushi or delivering it. You just don't know. There are possibilities everywhere. So if cooking is a gift, find a way to leverage it by being a personal chef and doing a meal delivery service. Uh, 21, cover letter and resume writer. Way back in the day when I was in college, I did this as a side hustle. 
I would redo people's cover letters and resumes. I would, you know, help job seekers with interviewing skills. I mean, way back when I was like 18, 19, 20. Um, and it worked. I made money then. I'm sure people have more advanced and techie ways of doing it now. And it works. I'm sure people know LinkedIn and they know what's selling and what's not and how to position yourself and write bios and profiles. And so if you're good at that, you that's a service that is needed in the marketplace, especially with all the layoffs right now. 22, social media marketing service. So again, people, you know, lots of people are starting businesses, but they have no clue. Like, how do I do TikTok? Well, how do I do Snapchat? How do I do YouTube? They have no idea. So you could take the load off of them if you're really great on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and start a social media marketing company. Again, this is a highly intense, time-consuming endeavor. So I'm going to say I see social media marketing services less as a side hustle and more as a full-fledged online business, but some people do do it as a side hustle, which is why I've included it here. Side hustle idea number 23 pet sitting and dog walking. There are sites that will get, that will lead you to people who need this service like rover.com, set up an account, and then you can pet sit and dog walk. Big business, mobile pet grooming services, idea, side hustle idea number 24, same thing. Like if you can bring the pet grooming to people's homes, game changer. There are seriously like months of waiting time because everybody got a puppy during the pandemic for pet grooming services. If you actually have a little van and you can like go to people's houses, game changer for people that will make you money. Side hustle idea number 25, home organization services. So you remember when Marie Kondo was like the big thing and it was like, does this spark joy? Does this spark joy? Does this, does this, do you know, does this spark joy? Well, people are still crazy about home organization. I can't tell you how much I look on Pinterest and I see the glass Tupperware containers and how they look organized in the fridge. And I'm like, I really want my fridge to look like that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I, I realize it takes a lot more um, upkeep, but people love the idea of home organization and they will pay to have somebody professionally come and organize their pantry, their kitchen, um, the layout of their home, their bedroom. If you love that kind of work, why not make it a side hustle and make money? Side hustle idea number 26, extra work in film and TV. So again, they pay by the day. It's good money. If you can get on the right, you know, film set or TV series set, and they don't really require much, you know, you need a headshot and you need an actor's resume if you have one, but if you've got the right look and you're available on that particular day, they will just bring you in non, you don't have to be in the unions, non-SAG, non-AFTRA, and you can make, you know, 500, $800, $1,000 a day doing extra work. So if you're, especially if you're in LA or New York, there should be a lot there, but there are also places like Atlanta, uh, Dallas, and even in Utah where there's filming happening and, and extra work extras are needed. So you can find it in lots of places. Side hustle idea number 27, voiceover work. Once again, if you are a voiceover actor, if you're not a voiceover actor, but you've got a great sounding voice, put yourself out there, record at your own demo. I mean, you may not know how to do it. You may not have professional voice actor training. Try it, go on Fiverr and set it up and see if you get work. Now, a lot of classically trained voiceover actors will snub their nose up at people who go on Fiverr and do voiceover work. 
Let me be clear, having been an actress in a former life, this is not, this side hustle voiceover work is not about being an actor or an actress. This is about making the bacon, baby. This is about making money. This is about making enough money so you have financial freedom. I do not care if you're not classically trained. If people will pay you for your voiceover work on Fiverr, go do it. Make the money. There we go. Side hustle idea number 28, personal training. It's very easy to get personal training certification. It has been for a long time. So if you are a personal trainer, if you're a nutrition coach, if you're somebody who really wants to help people improve their health, you can do that online with personal training. You could do that in person with personal training, like make your money, start an Instagram account, show before and after photos with permission, obviously, of people who you've helped physically transform and then start to raise your prices as you build your clientele. There's still a lot of dollars for hours in the personal training field, but eventually you could create online courses. You can create group coaching programs. There's lots of ways for you to scale personal training. So you're no longer doing the direct dollars for hours. Side hustle idea number 29, photography services. One of the best uh, and most profitable side hustles really is in photography and being a great photographer, wedding photography, family photos, senior pictures. I see so many photographers who do really well, even in a market full of many other photographers, because photographers are chosen both for their style, and every photographer has a different style, and for their, um, their likability, you know, people feel drawn to their photographer usually. So they want their style and their likability. So photography services is a great business to go into side hustle. Idea number 30, teaching yoga. If you are a yoga instructor and you're currently working in a studio, there's so many ways. Look at yoga for Adrian on YouTube. She has a massive YouTube following, which she's built for years, mind you, years, and it does really well. It, 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 she's financially free and she's still teaching yoga just on YouTube. So again, she still has to record and deliver every single week. But once again, she is, um, scaling because of the reach that she can have. It's so much greater by leaps and bounds on YouTube than it would be in a yoga studio where she lives in Austin, Texas, right? So teaching yoga. Side hustle idea number 31, web design services. If you are a web designer, why do you not have a side hustle building websites? I mean, easy. even if you're not a web designer, like let's get real. Even if you're not a web designer, but you've built all your websites on something like Wix or uh, what is the other one? I can't remember. But if you've built your website using one of those other easy to build website platforms, then you're an expert at that. Consult with other people who are new to it or build their Wix websites. Web design services is a great, um, also time intensive, but great side hustle idea. Side hustle idea number 32 came straight out of the 1980s, vending machines. I don't know why vending machines are still a thing. Clearly people are still making money as a side hustle from them. I think it's a lot of work, a lot of lugging things around. I'm not up for it, but it might be your, your jam. So check out vending machines if you feel so called to do so. Side hustle idea number 33 is voice or music lessons. Maybe you play the guitar, the piano, the violin, teach it. Maybe you're a great vocalist, teach singing, create online courses about these things, YouTube channels. So many people are teaching voice and guitar and piano on YouTube. 
They're building these channels and monetizing these channels, teaching these things on YouTube. Do it. Side hustle idea number 34. I have never heard of this one before. It creeps me out a little bit, but I know the research because I'm f- familiar with the with the whole neuropsychology. It still creeps me out. Here's 34, cuddling and snuggling. There. First of all, let me say it's not prostitution, so we're not going to go there, okay? It's not that at all. Not. We are not... But there is all of this research that the oxytocin that's produced by somebody hugging you, holding you, cuddling you, it changes your brain. It's necessary to human wellness. And so there has been this, this whole underground, now it's not so underground thing about like cuddling parties and hiring somebody to snuggle you. This is big business, people. Like I don't totally get it and I don't totally get why... Somebody will want to pay for that because like you don't know who this person cuddled last, but whatever, like to each their own. I'm just saying it is big business. So that is not to say it's on the illegal side of the spectrum of, you know, prostitute. It's not that at all. It literally is just hugging and holding people. I find it a bit strange. I'm just offering it because I read an article about how popular this is becoming and how much people are willing to pay for it. I wouldn't do it personally. I like my personal space. I, I'm married. I, I wouldn't do it. Just, just wouldn't do it. Not at all. Um, it just creeps me out to even think about, just creeps me out to even think about. So no, I wouldn't do cuddling, snuggling, but it is an option. So you do you boo. You do you. So I like idea number 35 app development, much more my thing app development. If you can develop apps, game changer. I was, there's some guy who teaches people how to build their own apps. He does really, really well. I can't remember his name. I think it's Dan something, but he teaches entrepreneurs how to build their own apps and they swear by it. And so lots of entrepreneurs are going in the direction of app building. So that is, if you're a software engineer and you're able to develop apps, that's a great way for you to go. Uh, side hustle idea number 36, right on medium. This is another side hustle that I do. I, I blog on medium.com and I put all of my posts behind a paywall. So you actually have to subscribe to medium to be able to read those posts. And so that I'm a part of the medium partner program. So it's a way that you earn money for people reading your medium posts. So you got to write great content. So people actually read it comment on it. And then you make money every single month from that. So not as passive as a lot of these things over time. But if you think about, let's say you write on medium every single day for a whole year, and then you don't write on medium the next year, you could still be earning money that next year that you didn't write anything on medium from all 365 articles that you wrote the previous year. So again, it does become passive in that way. But it it still does require promotion and marketing and sharing with your email list and other people that, hey, I have a new Medium post up. And the final side hustle idea, something that I'm looking into this year actually, is to set up a Patreon account and set up a subscription-based service so that people can access my content. So I've been hearing a lot of people talk about my Patreon account, my Patreon account, and essentially Patreon is a membership platform that allows creators to run a subscription service for their content. So instead of, instead of those people setting up their own website and payment platform, creators can easily launch a personalized Patreon page in a few steps. And then your paying subscribers are called patrons and each patron will pay a fee for exclusive content from the creators. Now, Patreon was launched in 2013 
and currently has over 3 million monthly active patrons and more than 185,000 registered creators. So as of spring 2021, Patreon was valued at $4 billion. So you can offer subscriptions for a variety of services. Their most popular content formats are video, writing, audio, and photography. But again, this Patreon is something this year, in addition to ramping up my YouTube production that I'm going to be adding to um, my side hustle avenues, so to speak. But I wanted to just show you, this was a very long episode. I feel like my voice is done for the day. Um, this was a very long episode, but it was necessary because I want I wanted to walk you through 37 ideas. There are many, many more. There are hundreds of side hustle ideas out there. Go to Google, Google side hustle ideas or side hustle businesses. Do your research. You will find tons more than what I talked about in today's episode. Here's what I'm going to say. You got to start with one. Start with one, go all in on one, learn everything you can about building it, learn about how to, more importantly than building it, learn how to market, promote, and sell that particular side hustle, and then get to work. Put your head down for six to 12 months, do the thing. And as you're building, assess your results. That's the only way to go on this. So we have talked about easy to start side hustle ideas. Once again, the key takeaway I hope you get is go do your research go to Google, put in side hustle ideas, easy side hustle businesses to start, do your research and figure out where are your talents, where are your gifts and get clarity about the side hustles that feel really right to you. And then in the next episode in 324, what we're going to talk about in the side hustle 101 series is now that we've talked about the signs that it's time to create a side hustle. That was episode 319. Now that we've talked about why doctors, lawyers, and teachers need to start a side hustle. Oh yes, they do. I don't care if you're making $350,000 as a neurosurgeon, you still need a side hustle. Now that we've gone through how much time does it take to build a profitable side hustle in episode 322. And now that in this episode in 323, we talked about easy to start side hustle ideas. In the next episode in the Side Hustle 101 series, episode 324, I'm going to talk about how to overcome discouragement while building your side hustle. Stay tuned, join me. And then after that, we're going to get into the live training that I'm going to be offering in February and what you can do to sign up for that. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you following the She Runs the Show podcast. Could you please do me a favor? Leave a review leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you'd like this to be on YouTube. I've thought about um, putting She Runs the Show, the episodes on YouTube, but I'm kind of like, huh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure yet. So we'll see. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with somebody you know who really needs to hear that it is possible to not put all their financial eggs in one basket. And... I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.